0: People don't realize that, you know, you come into network marketing and you're like, "Oh, I'm ready." Like or even you come into network marketing, maybe you do really well and you you rank up a few times or whatever it is. But every level you reach in your life, like that your current mindset brought you
1: to that level. Hello my love and welcome to the Boldly Courageous podcast. My name is Melissa Martin. I am a business and embodiment coach and creator of the Boldly Courageous community just like you i've walked through some dark seasons in life and i know what it's like to start over again and write a new story this podcast is here to activate you to show you what's possible when you embody your power and walk with courage and fear in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire each week you will hear authentic conversations with thought leaders and visionaries as we dive deep into topics such as spirituality business, money, relationships, sexuality, and so much more so that you can fully embody your boldly courageous self. Are you ready? Let's drop in. Hey, real quick before we dive into the episode, I need to let you know about something really, really special to me. So if you're anything like me, and you've had this calling on your heart to start a podcast, but you have no idea where to start, I want to introduce you to the incredible team that I have worked with literally from day one of launching Boldly Courageous over at Podcast Co. They have just released a self-paced course called Launch Your Fucking Podcast. This program will literally take you through step-by-step step of launching your podcast from start to finish. You will learn everything about how to create and find the foundation and mission of your podcast, how to come up with the perfect name, get super clear on your audience and the structure of your show. Also, you will learn how to record, how to produce, how to edit, and also hosting, music, creating the perfect cover, and building a successful launch strategy. Basically, by the end of the program, you will have launched a podcast that feels authentic, and expansive to you, labeling you as the expert that is ready to impact and grow your audience in whatever phase of life they may be at. So all you have to do is go to the link in the show notes, use code boldly courageous at checkout, and you will get a hundred dollars off the launch your fucking podcast course. So now let's jump into the episode. Welcome back to the boldly courageous podcast and my guest today is my good friend Danielle McCleary and actually Danielle and I um, were introduced through a mutual friend. She is in the network marketing industry, and we instantly connected over just the power of being authentic and aligned selling and leadership. And I was uh, had the honor of being on her show, her podcast called On the Daily, and we've just formed this really beautiful relationship over the past few months. And so I knew that I wanted to have her on the show to talk about what it looks like to disrupt the norm in network marketing because literally everything about this woman screams authenticity and she has just been such a force of light and power and possibility when it comes to building in a space where authenticity, honestly, is not always celebrated. I love network marketing. You guys, if you know my story, I built in network marketing for seven years. I think it's a fantastic industry. But one of my biggest issues in network marketing is that the, the duplicatable systems often turn into imitation and we just get watered down versions of the same message over and over again. And Danielle is honestly such a breath of fresh air with this industry because she's so 100% authentically herself, and as a result of that, she's had massive success in multiple businesses, not just in network marketing, but you're going to hear about some of the other businesses that she runs, and her roadmap and path to Really, what it looks like to be a leader, and how network marketing is such a beautiful container for personal growth and personal development. And that if you are operating from a place of truth and you are following what feels good and exciting for you, that attraction marketing and success is naturally yours. So, in this episode, Danielle shares a lot about some of the things that she's had to grow through, what it looks like to be a disruptor in an industry that doesn't always foster authenticity, how to really become. An authority figure how to radiate in your own way she talks about some of the uh, the triggers that she's experienced navigating through loss and grief it's just. Honestly, we could have gone for two hours because that's just how the conversations are when her and I drop in it's like we just get each other we vibe and there's just so much magic in it and so I know you're going to love this conversation. Danielle is a lifestyle entrepreneur, wellness enthusiast, entrepreneurship coach. She's a human design reader and your number one hype girl. It's true. When you go to her social media, you will totally get that vibe. She recently left a nine year career in the fitness industry to pursue full time entrepreneurship. Currently, she is a top leader of a network marketing company and the founder of Hype University, an entrepreneurship coaching business to help entrepreneurs find their authentic and acoustic leadership style while building the business of their manifestations. Danielle is a Sagittarius, sun and moon, and an eight wing seven on the Enneagram. She is a six slash two sacral generator. Her motto in life is work hard. Be nice, eat tacos, and do it with a lot of fucking passion. I'm so excited for you to meet one of the most authentic women I have ever met in my life. Let's drop in to the conversation with Danielle, Danielle, my sister, my soul sister that I didn't even know was my soul sister until my soul knew you were my sister. I'm so glad that you're here on the Boldly Courageous podcast, and we were just chatting. I just know that this conversation is going to unlock a lot of people, especially in the network marketing industry or sales in general, um, because the way that you think is so different. I mean, you are a disruptor in so many ways, um, which is, it's just amazing to see it. I love your social media. I love your reels. I love you. I'm just glad you're here. So thanks for being here. (laughs) That's a good way to put it like
0: soul sister that I never knew was my soul sister so true I feel like so many people have come into my life recently and I mean that's like the law of attraction right like that's just the what what happens when you start to really open yourself up to like your highest potential right people just come in that were meant to be there the whole time so mm-hmm. I receive that and I'm so grateful for you and yeah disruptor that's a cool title I'll take it
1: yeah that's probably gonna be the title of the of the episode so what's one boldly courageous thing you've done recently I would
0: say the most boldly courageous thing that I am done recently and am doing is um, kind of reframing what leadership means to me. And I'm kind of trying to become a more transformational leader in the sense of take everything I've learned from my healing journey, my personal development work, work with you, work with, I work with Catherine Zinkina a lot and, you know, just like some of these like beautiful minds minds about manifestation and healing generational trauma and like money relationships and all these things and kind of applying it to all of my businesses, um, specifically the network marketing industry. I would say like trying to to radically shift the way that we think about leadership in that industry, I would say is like the most
1: boldly courageous mm. thing that I have been doing and am have done. Mm. So, what was the catalyst for all of this? Because it seems like, you know, you've had success in a lot of different areas of your life. You were a really successful instructor at SoulCycle. You came into network marketing and hit the top of the company super fast, being this like really bold, authentic, like out of the box, not the norm network marketing person. And so from from the outside looking in, like leadership is your jam. So what's the sort of catalyst for this shift for you? That's a good question.
0: Um. so yeah I, I come into network marketing I move really really quickly doing what I do which I don't even know what I did I, I do now but like at the time I was like I don't know what I'm doing I'm just doing it and I'm having a lot of fun and this is great and ah, life is awesome and by this like at this point like I've I've done healing but not intentional healing you know like I've been through a divorce at this point I've gone through a breakup I've gone through childbirth like I've done a lot of these big I've moved across the world and back again like I have degrees I have a master's degree like I've gone through a lot of things but I hadn't been intentional about what I had learned from each of those areas of my life and so little did i know that all of those things contributed to who i was when i started network marketing i jump in i move very quickly like you said to the top of the business and obviously that's not typical and like i am putting disclaimers over everything that i do because i don't want people to get a un- misunderstanding but then also like you know the the regulating agencies also don't want people to think that that's possible for everybody so i do that then the pandemic hits and just like most industries things plateau a little and i think aside from a pandemic like you have a whole bunch of like business runs in ebbs and flows right like it's never going to just be in an upward trajectory you have to plateau you have to regroup there's times for recharge and so that happened and so i started to fall back into limiting beliefs and be like oh my gosh like is it something i'm doing like what am i doing wrong why are we not growing la la la, la. and like mind you i'm freaking out about like like a, a minor dip. Like this is not like life changing dip or anything, right? But in my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, we're not like doubling our numbers every month. Ugh. And um, so then I, I go to the people like my mentors and this is like nothing against my mentors. I love them and they are so powerful in what they do. You know, and they say do the do the system. Do this. Do what you've always, you know, what we've always done. And so I second guess myself and I start to go, okay. So then I turn around and I start to teach my team a system that I never used <laughs> and what didn't attract anybody into my team mm. and um, then people are quitting mm-hmm. the numbers are dipping and I'm wondering why and then I kind of I would say like the biggest shift was like a few months ago I woke up and I was like what the fuck am I doing like I cannot teach a system that I didn't do to a bunch of people that didn't come to me through it like I have to I have to do me and I so I I started to like really dive back into personal development which is something that I had you know kind of stopped like my dad died a year ago and I wanted to pretend that I was fine like I was like I'm good I've done the healing I've done the work I know how to get through this but like that's it didn't actually hit me that I I actually had a long way to go with that grief journey and that actually it was never going to end and that like Actually, time heals all is the biggest bunch of bullshit I've ever heard in my life. I didn't (laughs) realize that until probably around like November of 2021 when we were approaching the one year anniversary of my dad dying. And then it all came out. And I was like, I have to, I have to do that. If I'm going to be happy in this business, it has to feel good. If I'm going to do anything in my life, it has to feel good and it has to be aligned and I have to be so lit up by it. And so then I kind of just like went down this journey of healing and realized that like I really have to shift the way that I lead. I have to shift the way that I attract. I have to shift I and not even just shift like realign because I used to when it when I was building and when I was like attracting everybody into my business. I was in a different point of my life and it was working. And so I was kind of like trying to do what I had done two years ago now when I'm a completely different person and that, that never works. You know, you have to evolve and you have to align with who you are when you're, when you're in that season. Mm. So I would say like, that was kind of the big moment where I was like, Oh, it's time to, time to reevaluate here. Mm. It's just been a fun and you know, lonely journey. (laughs) Last few months.
1: (laughs) I, I think this is so relatable because what I'm hearing you say is that, you know, uh, coming into this business and pretty much everything that you've done was a lot of self-sourcing, like really, really honoring and trusting yourself. But you've also done a lot of the work, right? Um, to know what that feels like. And you had this like hiccup or this moment where everything that you were doing before maybe stopped or didn't work or you weren't getting the same results. And I know I, for me personally, I've found myself in this like messy middle of like, okay, what I was doing before, and I think this is kind of what where a lot of network marketers find themselves or like any business owner. This is like what happened is you, you know, you, you looked for a validation or something outside of yourself and you, it, you, this is the, this is the problem with like, there's so many avenues, directions so we can go with this. But like this idea of putting someone on a pedestal or like or um someone else's leadership or uh wisdom trumps your body or your own wisdom right and so we we get into this like uh drama in our brains of like but this is what i've been taught and i can see results like i can see someone else having results so even though it doesn't feel good i'm gonna do this because i'm I'm really tied to the result that I want and I because I don't trust myself I'm going to just follow their system as opposed to mine and so we self-abandon and then the the slippery slope with that is that people get results like you can get results from hustle culture and this like broy way of doing digital marketing and like the old like like I'm you know I'm navigating through this too of like like uh, opt-ins and sales funnels and and upsells downsells like all this masculine like markety bro markety like long sales pages and like fear-based marketing and all that stuff it works it works and so your brain can go like well wait a second I sidebar I've had this conversation with so many high level level leaders and network marketing and they hit they hit this point and I think we should talk about burnout because I know that no one really talks about what it like sacrificing your health and wellness in the name of a rank I know I I I did that but like you hit goes into
0: a whole conversation about human design and how we're built to
1: function right right and so you you're like okay I did all this stuff and I got results and I made money and I got what I wanted. I didn't really get it in the way that I wanted it, but now my body, my, all the alarms are going off. Like this isn't working anymore. And you are like, yeah. well, but I don't want to, but I, I still want to get the results, but I want to do it differently. But I don't know if I do it differently, if I'm going to get the results and then there's fear and all that stuff comes up. So did you experience that as you were building your, as you were kind of like going through this transition?
0: Yeah, I did. I, you know, And it's crazy because after you've done it, there's this, um, you kind of get like infiltrated with everybody wanting to like have your time. And, you know, I was on so many calls and everybody was asking, like, everybody just wants to know, like, how did you do that? Like, Mm. that's like the biggest question. What did you do? How did you do it? So then you kind of start to second guess yourself a little bit and you start to go, well, I followed the system, right? And I I didn't like, (laughs) and I, it took like, Melissa, when I tell you, it took me, Oh, almost 2 years to be able to say this out loud. Like I mean it. I got to the top of a network marketing company without doing a single reach out. That is like That's unheard not. of. It's not something that you share because if you do, you're it's not typical and like don't talk about that, which it's not typical because like we just talked about the other way works. You know, it's not this. None of what I'm saying today is to say that one way is better than the other. Like I don't think that there is one way to do anything in this life. I think that the most beautiful thing about this planet is that every human is so uniquely different and so uniquely beautiful in their own way. And that is something that should be celebrated instead of like, you know, like tabooed. Right. Um, But that's my story. I did that without a single reach out. And so I was made to feel like my success was a fluke. Mm. And I don't think that was an intentional made to feel. I don't think anybody intentionally made me feel like that. I think that that was just what happened because when somebody does something, when you see something happen that you're not used to seeing, the brain tries to justify and categorize and go, okay, well, that happened because of that. It happened because she has a lot of followers. Oh, it happened because she was just this magnetic person. It happened because she had so much influence from her other career. And all of those things may be true. And the fact remains that that if I can do that, then that means it's possible and it is accessible. At that time, I didn't know how it was accessible. I didn't know how to teach that. Um, and I think that I think that, yeah, I, I experienced all of those things you talked about and and it it's what led to me going, well, if I, I'm not that special, like I think we're all special, but I'm not so special that I'm the only one that's able to you know do what I did because there's other people who have done that too, and I've seen it, and I've now connected with those people. Mm. And like there is a common thread there, and it's just the willingness to be able to to like do the work, mm. which a lot of people. Money, money, hustle, make money now, get people making money now. And the, the goal is money, which, sure, I love money, you love money, love it. You know, it's an energy that I am a big fan of. And it doesn't change you, it amplifies who you already are. So yes. if, if we have people with a lot of trauma trying to hustle, hustle, hustle to make all this money, it's not going to work. No. We got to break those systems down a little bit. Hmm.
1: This is so powerful and it's so needed because I I believe that your business, whether it's in network marketing or you're an entrepreneur, is always going to mirror back to you the places that you need to grow, right? But, and the gift of it being in network marketing is that, you know, you're leading a team of people, like you're in a leadership role, whereas like as an entrepreneur, you're still leading people, but it's not the same type of conversation. You're not teaching, like it's a very different uh level of conversation. Like you're a lot more intimate in that regard with your team's business because their success is also your success. So there's a little bit more skin in the game, right? There's a little bit more codependency. There's a little bit more, more attachment in that.
0: Doing this work is actually acknowledging and accepting that my team may not grow as fast. Like we may have to take steps back. If we're going to go back and we're actually going to figure out like what people's limiting beliefs are and how to squash those or like what money trauma they have, what their relationship with money looks like now and how we, you know, what we have to do. Like that probably means that people aren't going to come into this business as often and run like I did. And as a leader, I have to be okay
1: with that, which I get not all leaders are okay with that. Yeah. What do you wish more people knew when they joined network marketing?
0: that there really are so many different ways to be successful and like more so than anything else, it is a personal development business disguised as whatever product or service that you sell in that business. Mm. Um, You know, I think it gets a bad rap because of the way that people don't hate network marketing. They hate network marketers, you know, and it's it's all based on like how people have done it, and you know you see people do it a certain way, and you go, ooh, it's like that feeling you get where you get like that.
1: that you want to take a shower down
0: your spine, and you're like, that is not a cute look. For you. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I think the reason why people do business in a weird, skeezy, scammy, gimmicky way is because they never did the work to, like, really become a transformational leader. So they're just, like, doing what they've seen other people do and maybe do it successfully. But I guarantee you when that person did it, they weren't coming off as, as skeezy because it was authentic to them. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like, I just wish that more people came into this knowing that it's not a get-rich-quick. The goal is not to, like, go and get rich as quick as you can. The goal is not to you know, the goal is just, the goal has to be to develop yourself. Like we're developing people here. And if we do that successfully, then we can have these massive businesses. And oh. uh, in the name of, you know, in my case, sustainable, healthy living.
1: Right. Well, it's so interesting, like as I'm, I'm like feeling into this, right? Like most people start network marketing while they have a full-time job. So you have the safety and security, if you will want to use those words, the consistent paycheck. So you have the luxury of time like longevity when it comes to personal development right because personal development is not like in six months I'm going to be this thing whereas like when you come into network marketing it's like I want to hit this rank I want to have this much money I want to be this leader it's a very it's very like analytical numbers linear but like personal development is not that way right and so I really loved how you just said like it's, it's really a business of personal development, right? And as you grow in that, your income naturally rises because you start to attract more people because you're being more authentic, because you're healing your money wounds, because you're healing your trauma and all that stuff. And what I'm trying to say, like what I'm processing through is like, people will, will invest thousands of dollars in coaches and courses and programs and events, which is like, I do that, you do that to work through mindset blocks, right? And the return on that investment is not always money. It's changes in your life and better relationships and all those things, which is a beautiful thing, right? I talk a lot about like your return on your investment is not always just financial, right? It's, you know, most of like, the time it's not. Most of the time it's not, but the the value in that is worth the money that you invest. And what I'm hearing you say, at least the way that you're you're kind of like disrupting the network marketing industries, you're saying, hey, come here with me. I'm going to teach you what I know. I'm going to create a space for you that's safe, that you can grow and evolve. And in the process of that, I also have the ability for you to build a business and earn income so that you're with people, people, right? So you get to grow together. And so while you may not have This is where I think people get stuck. And maybe we can talk about this, right? The difference between hiring a coach and joining a network marketing team is the investment. Like if I'm going to spend or invest $15,000 to work with a coach, like I'm showing up on my calls. But a lot of people quit network marketing, in my opinion, because they don't have any skin in the game. And they'll quit on themselves, right? Yeah, $49 to start a business. Like
0: that's
1: nothing. I actually had a conversation
0: with this. And this is Mm if I'm going to hire a coach, if I'm going to start like a different business from scratch, you know, I have started businesses from scratch. I started my podcast from scratch. I like, like you, like I have an entrepreneurship coaching business that I started from scratch, human design business that I'm starting from scratch. And guess what? In a lot of those businesses, I've invested tens of thousands of dollars into that business. And for a long time, income, like ROI was zero. And that's just what you accept when you jump into like full-fledged entrepreneurship, where, network marketing, you have very low startup and right. what you're actually return of investment. Like if you, you know, if you sell product, like you sell a very small amount of product and you've already made back what you spent to start that business. Yeah. And on top of that, you're getting all of this mentorship and leadership and, you know, personal development for free, where if you wanted to go hire a coach, like you're, you're, you're paying $10,000, you know, yeah. to work with a coach for a long time. And that, I think you're right. I think that it's the skin in the game. It's the It's the like, oh, I didn't know, like, didn't realize the gravity of what they were signing up for. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And it's having that long term perspective of like, I'm in this for the long run, not just for the short sprint, you know? And sometimes, like, it's like, um, I've heard this quote a couple of times from uh, a woman that I love and I follow her name's Melanie N. Lair. She's built this business called Alpha Femme and she talks about, um growth and evolution over a lifetime and i'm like oh that's so good it just like encapsulates it and like so when people come into network marketing they have a vision of like i want to hit the top of the company within a year so that i can retire so that i can live this beautiful life and it's like no let's like who do you have to become in the process of that it's growth and evolution over a lifetime and so if you're continually focusing on how can i be a better person today then the business will evolve with you but if you're not If you are not able to hold that level of leadership, because your money mindset is poor, because you have sisterhood wounds, or you are a people pleaser, or you are codependent, like you you won't be able to hold it, you won't be able to sustain it. And that's why you see so much burnout, you know, at such a high level because you don't have the 100%.
0: Yeah. I mean that's that you just nailed it. That's exactly what it is. And it's people don't realize that, you know, you come into network marketing and you're like, "Oh, I'm ready." Like or even you come into network marketing, maybe you do really well and you you rank up a few times or whatever it is. But every level you reach in your life, like that your current mindset brought you to that level. Ooh, it's yes. Going, it's not going to move you beyond that. So yes. if you are wanting to you know, come into a network marketing company or any business, any business. business, Yeah. And like have a million dollar year or reach the top of a company, or maybe you get a job and you want to be like a really, I mean, well, job is like, you're up so many other factors, but you know what I mean? Like (laughs) anything you come into, if you want to rank up, if you want to get better, if you want to, you know, evolve, you have to be willing. And like, In your soul, you have to be willing to become and meet a version of yourself that you've never met before. And that is very scary for a lot of people. And I think what happens is people try to evolve, grow, rank up, you know, do more at their current mindset, and then they burn out. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to do things in a way that they see other people doing it because, oh, that was successful for them. Yeah. But, you know, that's where I get into human design a lot because it's like, I'm a generator. Like, if I'm excited about something, I can go forever until I can't. And then you won't hear from me for a week. And that is just what you're going to have to accept. But like, if you're, you know, a projector, which like we could do a whole episode on human design, but like if you're a different type of human design and like you don't have that sacral battery inside of you, actually doing that kind of work, that hustle culture, you are going to burn out and get bitter so fast. And you really have to know who you are and like what, what excites you. What you can, you know, what kind of fumes you can run on and then honor that and not and set those boundaries and honor those boundaries because those boundaries are divine, right? Those boundaries aren't just there randomly. They're there because if you honor them, like you're going to become your highest self quicker. Mm.
1: So much self-awareness in this, like everything that I'm hearing you say, it really does like I think leadership, success, business, all of it. And then this goes back to everything that we started this whole conversation off as it rises and falls on on self-awareness, right? And, and you talked about, you know, this willingness to, to meet new versions of yourself or meet new levels of yourself. So as you are, you know, uh, stepping into this new space of kind of disrupting the norm and, and kind of reevaluating leadership, what's a new version of yourself or a new level that you're currently like meeting right now?
0: um I mean the first thing that comes to mind is I'm saying no a whole lot more often than I used to and I've been the yes girl my whole life like oh I can handle that sure I can handle that I and I think what I'm learning now first and foremost is that just because I can handle something doesn't mean I want to and doesn't mean I should yes yes so then I find myself like saying yes to a lot of maybes or a lot of like meh feelings in my body. And then I'm bored or I'm angry. And what I've come to realize about myself is like, I actually will take energy from a room if I'm not a full body. Yes to it.
1: Mm. And I don't want to
0: do that because some spaces are left are better without me in them mm. because my energy can affect a room. So like, and that's not me being pompous. That's just me acknowledging that like, if I'm excited, everyone's excited. If I'm not excited, most people are like, oh, this sucks. And (laughs) that's just like that. I mean, that's the generator inside of me, right? That's like how I'm built. And so I think I'm learning to say no, um, even to things that maybe I think I should be doing or I need to be doing. I'm learning to, um, kind of take should and need out of my vocabulary. Mm -hmm. And it's more about, do I do I want to be doing this? Mm. Is this? Lighting me up, and if it's not being willing to walk away, is a new version of myself that has that is you know evolving slowly, but she's coming, and you know um, that's exciting. A new version of myself is is not being so in my masculine all the time.
1: Ooh. What does that feel like for you? For a
0: really long time, Melissa, like probably since my divorce in two thousand like 2015.
1: What do you think the reason is for that? Yeah
0: very heavily in a masculine and I had my son but even my son like I had a lot of like when I had my son I had to have a scheduled c-section because um, he was breech and never turned and so I didn't have a choice and there was a lot of like feminine energy there that I didn't get to have which I blamed myself for a long time on so then instead of like trying to find that feminine I just I went back to work at eight weeks I I was the mom who could do it all you know and I never really like allowed myself to have those feminine moments and I think what I'm starting to realize at 34 is that um, nothing was ever created in the masculine Mm. they're birthed in the feminine right And this is not, for those of you who are listening to this that don't understand masculine, which you, if you listen to her podcast, like you understand masculine, feminine energy. But in case you came here because of me and you've never heard anybody talk about this, like it's not about gender. Like we're not talking male, female. We're talking masculine, feminine energy. Everybody has that. I, um, in general, am a very, I have a lot more masculine energy in me. I always have. I'm a fire. I'm like, I have like seven Sagittarius's in my chart. Like I have very fire energy. Um, and I, this new version of me is, is learning to be a lot more in my feminine and sit back and wait and be patient and nurture and not have to be busy all the time, which is, mm. it's fun. It's a fun adventure, but that's off. that's, that's off, often why I, I, I'm so grateful for it because it's, it's forced me to kind of take a step back and look at my businesses, all of them. I mean, network marketing in particular and go, Okay. What is working? What is not working? Because one thing I tell my teams all the time, anybody that works with me or for me, I say, hey, like, I don't care what your system is. I don't care what your belief structure is, as long as it's working for you. And if it's working for you, awesome. If it's mm. not working for you. And so I've had to apply that to my own life. And I take a step back and I go, okay what is working about my network marketing business? What's working about the network marketing industry? And mm-hmm. I'm by nature like a very big picture person. And if I'm going to change, if I'm going to like go, go and disrupt something, I want it to be a, an industry shift, right? And like, that's how big I think. So I'm thinking like, what can be shifted about this industry? And how can I help with that? Or how can I play a role in that? Um, but a lot of it's come
1: from like moving from masculine to feminine, mm-hmm. which, is, which is fun. It's so beautiful. It's, again, everything rises and falls on on self-awareness and being willing to disrupt old paradigms and old beliefs and old operating systems and old ways of doing things. And it's like, you have to burn everything down to the ground in order to create space for something new to grow, right? And I think that um, having that awareness of masculine, feminine, and and like what you shared about nothing was ever created in the masculine is such a powerful thing for people to anchor in to understand, like I, I heard this once where, um the feminine is where i create and the masculine is where i execute right and the feminine is fire, though. Like the feminine is that fiery heat, that expressive, creative, like you are one of the most creative people I have ever seen. Like it's just wild to see you and your creation as you're tapping more into your feminine, whether it's through the way that you dress or the the content that you share through your podcast, um, your the way that you do reels on Instagram, like it's such this beautiful, divine, creative flow. And that is, I think, what helps women specifically leaders to become more magnetic, right? So I know there's a lot of people that listen to the show that are, uh, or like that are gonna, that are going to listen to this, that feel like stuck, right? They have this, they see you and the relationships that you have with these women and you go to these events and it's like sisterhood and, you know, companionship and empowerment and team and, and they're just like, why can't I have that? You know, I've been doing network marketing for two or three years. No, I don't have any leaders on my team. I'm great with the products like, but I just I want that so badly, but it's just not coming. What would you where where, where would you start? with someone that's in that space. Cause I know that that's the reality. And this kind of goes back to what you said earlier about like disclosure, like this isn't the norm. Like, why isn't it the norm that people come into network marketing and have success so quickly and they're in it for two or three years looking, feeling like they're on the outside looking in, wishing they had what you have. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm.
0: That's a good question. Uh, Number one, I would say, Is the way that you're doing your business right now working for you? And just like have like that would be like I would encourage everybody to answer that question for themselves. And that has nothing to do with the way that you've been told to do this business, the system that you've been given. You could be following that system to a T. You could be doing your reach outs every day and, you know, you have your daily activity and all this stuff and you could be doing it every single day. Is that working for you? Mm, Do you even like it? Do you even like it? Yeah. And for you, I mean, like, I don't mean working in terms of like financial ROI. I mean, like what we've been talking about this whole time, like, does it light you up inside? Does your intuition fight you on that? Or does it say this is a yes to me? Because if you are, if it's not working for, for you, then my first piece of advice is you have to be willing to put yourself in spaces where you are going to have Every belief structure you know to be true about yourself, about your paradigms, about your generational trauma rattled,
1: mm-hmm. like rattled mm-hmm. and
0: and broken down and burned to the ground and rebuilt. You have to be willing to put yourself in those spaces because if you are not willing to put yourself into those spaces, then every piece of content you put out into the world, every training call you do for your team, every Every time you talk about your business, it is going to be, people won't even know what it is. They won't necessarily be, unless they've done the work themselves, they're not going to even be able to pinpoint it. They're not going to go, oh, that person hasn't healed their trauma. They're not going to know that. It's just not going to feel synergistically aligned mm. with the message that you are trying to put out into the world. Mm. So you have to be willing to put yourself in those spaces. That's the where you start. And you do that by hiring a coach listening to podcasts listening to things that you don't that when you first when I first started diving into this work of you know spirituality and you know healing like like learning like about karmic you know karmic patterns and you know learning about I mean human design learning about manifestation and how I'm supposed to manifest like all of that stuff I was triggered I was mad I was like this is such bullshit (laughs) I don't need this right like you have to be willing to put yourself into spaces where that's your first initial reaction and then stay
1: Do you remember like one of your most profound triggers can you think back to like a time where you were like so fucking or maybe even so recently and you were like "Ugh." can you think of anything like something that you saw or actually you are one of my biggest triggers
0: because <laughs> yeah you are because you um what was, oh, we were talking, you and I were talking because I was like trying to like decide like what coaching, who, who I wanted to hire as a coach, like where I wanted to be, what I was trying to do. And you said something to you. It was like, we were talking your pricing and you came back and you said, just so you know, you can do anything you want. You're choosing not to because it seems like you're afraid of going to that next level. And I was like, fuck this girl. Like she's acting like she knows me like what the fuck <laughs> but like that's happened so many times with so many different people but like if we're talking like like recently that was like the most recent one and i mean that also happens every time i listen to katherine's and kina's podcast like she'll talk about stuff and i've i've done a couple of like the manifestation babe workshops and her epically <coughs> aligned workshop the new year triggered me a whole bunch i had to do a cord cutting meditation and I was so sure – I was so sure of what I was going to have to cut would be, like, stuff that I've had with my mom, like, past friendships. And I close my eyes to do this meditation, and my higher self puts my dad on that stage. And this is almost a year after he died, and I lose it. Like, it took everything in my body to not turn off that meditation and not go back to it. But I'm telling you, staying in that space and putting myself through that was – probably one of the most transformative things I could have ever done because it healed my trauma with money that I spent 34 years of my life not knowing I had Wow.
1: oh I have like full body chills from that it's so like this kind of goes back to some of the stuff that we were talking about before of like you how do I want to how do I want to word this like you can have like the how is not up to you is what I'm trying to say. And is when you, when you are clear on the why the how is kind of not up to you, like, can you be open to surprises and miracles? So like what you were just saying with this, you know, this person that, uh, is seeing everything that you have and they want it. And they, the, 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 the why is so rooted within like, I want to be accepted or I want to be close or I want to feel valuable. And like it, that can even come from a place of lack sometimes, but like your desire to want to heal your relationship with money is so that you can change the, you know, the generations for your family so that you can teach it to other people, like the why behind it so that you can have freedom. Right. And sometimes like, and this happens in network marketing too. It's like the why of why do I want to be that rank? You know, is it, is it because I just want to be recognized or is it, does this rank represent something for me that's greater? Well, how I get there isn't, does it matter? Does it really matter? And so we like, we put our heads down and we were like, if we're not like, we're so um, unavailable for it showing up in a different way. I was literally having this conversation the other night with my girlfriend who was like, well, my my business brought in $0 this month, but I'm making this from Airbnb and this and that, like she's still making money. And I was like, does it matter how the 20 or $30,000 shows up? Can you just be available for it showing up where you actually don't have to work as much? And she was like, oh yeah, right. So to your point with this meditation of like this cord cutting, like sometimes we don't always get the message that we want. We get what we need, right? and source
0: god universe whatever you pray to whoever that is for you like there's a a, a has to be this mutual trust and love and respect there you know mm-hmm. and whether your manifestation process is meant to be specific or non-specific that's something you have to figure out by you know looking at your human design looking at your manifestation process but either way it's a trust between you and what i believe i mean for me it's the universe like yeah i I am a non-specific manifester, which means, like, I'm not meant to write it all down so specifically. Like, I'm not meant to see things, like, to see what I'm wearing when I hit that. Like, I'm just not meant to do that. And actually, like, for me doing that, I've realized, like, I obsess over the things I don't yet have. And then it, like, blocks my ability to Mm. receive. And so I have to just put ideas into the universe and then trust that the universe has my back. And the universe is grateful that I trust that it has my back, you know, Where if you're a more specific manifester and your style is meant to be like very clear on what you are and what you want and that's still mutual trust and respect between you and the universe. It's just the other way around, right? So it's the universe you trust like, or the universe trusts that you know exactly what you want and you are grateful that the universe gives you that trust. Yeah. And I think people miss that as they, they... they, they go, I trust that the universe has my back, but like, let me just make sure that I'm like putting all these eggs in all these baskets. And like, you know, like it's like, it's like the, the mom that, you know, goes, okay, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to go, I'm going to trust you. But then like sets up cameras and like still tries to have control over the situation. And it's like, no, if you're going to really trust that the universe has your back, you have to actually trust that the universe has your back.
1: Yeah. And that's such a, there's no five-step process to knowing how to trust the universe. Like it's such a nuanced layered thing, which is, again, we all want to know the how. And it's like, I can't really teach you the how you have to kind of figure that out. But what I can tell you is it's possible because I'm, I'm doing it. And it comes back to what you said about like how you want to disrupt the, the network marketing industry is like, I can't tell you what system to follow, but I can tell you that as long as it feels good, you'll have success because I'm, I'm here in
0: it. That's literally the definition of attraction marketing. You know, like people get so wrapped up in like, what's attraction marketing? What's attraction marketing? Like, I don't know if I want to teach that. And it's like, okay, but you, you do try to teach that. You're just teaching it in a way that is, not actually attraction marketing like all attraction marketing is is really getting aligned with who you are what you want to build what you bring to the table and like being so in sync and like synchronized with the content that you're putting out the way that your the way that your messaging is coming across the way that you interact with clients and team and whoever it is right like it's just being so aligned in like that highest version of yourself yes that you are a magnet to everything you want in your life. That is attraction mm. marketing. And mm. Like you said, there's no how, like I can't tell you the how, because what it looks like for me is going to look different for Melissa. It's going to look different from you and like you and you and you. And it, that's the beauty of it.
1: And it's so but frustrating.
0: It's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it is. It's so frustrating because people are like, Oh, well I should be able to do it just like Danielle. And it's like, no, you shouldn't. Cause you weren't built like that. And you have to have gratitude. Like that's, you have to have gratitude for that. Like, like true gratitude. And if you really believe that everything, like the universe has your back, then you have to believe that everything that is happening to you, whether even if you perceive it as negative, right? It is happening for you in this moment. And and it is it is something that the universe is putting in your path because you need to experience it and grow through it. Yeah. And, you know, that, that level of gratitude for your life is a really hard thing to have, like to come by. But once once you're willing to put yourself in those spaces and be triggered and move through that, it really does. I mean, it feels it feels like freedom.
1: Yeah. And I feel like triggers get such like a negative connotation, right? It's like, oh, so triggered. But no, it's like, for me, it's like the, um, you know, maybe we can replace the word trigger with activated. Like I was so activated by that conversation and that activation, it like unlocks, a key, like it's like a key that unlocks a secret door to a whole room that has all this information that you didn't even know is there. And you're like, oh, wow, I have this key in this room and I have this, like all this information that I can now process, right? And so that activation can be something that feels really expansive of like, oh my God, I'm so excited. Like this woman's energy, like I, I can align with it and it, she's showing me what's possible. And then there's the other side of it where I can feel- the activation can feel a little sticky, like it can feel a little like, "Ooh, I have some stuff to look at, or I didn't like the way I felt, or she really upset me, or I'm jealous, right? And jealousy, I think, is the most beautiful thing. It's just how we act on that jealousy, if it's coming from a place of, like, love or uh, fear, right? But I think, you know being triggered is the is it's the you want to know how to have success you want to know what the cheat codes are get triggered more frequently and know and know how to heal them or or act on them in a from an empowered way not a wounded way right so like if you're listening to this and you know you're that woman that i was sharing earlier that's like man i see these leaders that are like they're so happy and they have this incredible team and they go on all these trips and I just I want that so badly like let that activation be something that cracks you open to say okay like what where's my part in all of this like what am I missing like take ownership for that yeah
0: like what have I chosen to not look at like what Mm. you know maybe I need to take off rose-colored glasses and realize that like Yes. By healing that I mean it's like it's so crazy too because people also think that like in order to have like full you know full renaissance with yourself mm-hmm. you have to fully heal but I mean Melissa you, will probably you'll agree with me like we are still healing like I am healing you, every single day layers because like you haven't healed everything about you by the way that's never going to happen like you right. are always going to be on this journey um, but you don't have to wait until it's all done. To start, like, you'll never start. You'll never get there. Yes. When I healed generational money trauma, I was like, oh, now I can speak on this. Like, this is something that I've done now, so I can speak on it. So you have to just be willing to like go through that with yourself, because if Mm -hmm. you can go through that with yourself, then you've shown that it's possible.
1: Mm. Yes. And this is why I think it's so important from a leadership perspective that people understand that like, you, you don't, you don't want to skip levels. Like you don't want to get there super fast. Like that. I mean like your journey is your journey and each level has a new code that unlocks a new door that unlocks a new you know, uh, special magic power that you can then go apply. And and it it's what I think makes great leaders. Like no one ever, okay, I heard this once and I was like, it's so landed with me and I have to share this is like, why does every great leader have a story about their greatest setback that ultimately led to their greatest setup, right? And why do we love a comeback story? Why do we love the rags to riches story? because it's relatable because it shows us that hey if they can do it I can do it and I trust that if you've been through some stuff like you can help me navigate the stuff that I'm going through like no one really wants to hear the story of like well yeah it was just easy for me like I actually just it just worked every time and I didn't have to like really I never was scared and I never lacked confidence and I never had my heart broken and I never doubted myself like that's so unrelatable to <laughs> like it just that's it's, it's not real
0: and everybody's going to have things that came easy to them. Like, you know, there are things that I've done that I'm like, yeah, I kind of just breezed right through that. You know, yeah. school was one of those for me. It was yeah. was great at school. Really great. Never really had any setbacks. Like, got through it. I was valedictorian. Like, you know, it was fine. easy. Um, But also, there are things that you have that you've also breezed through. Yeah. And there's also a lot that you didn't breeze through. And <laughs> it's just being really, I think it's just about being transparent with yourself. About yeah. All of those and realizing that, you know, owning your gifts isn't just like, isn't just celebrating the good times.
1: Mm, Yes. Like, like I have this mantra that I've been anchoring in more and more recently. It's like all of my failures plant seeds for my success. And it's just like, I, I, so when you're in it and you're like, why isn't this working? And you're getting frustrated. You're like, I'm missing, I'm missing something here. There's a lesson in this. And once I crack the code on this thing, I'm going to unlock so much more, right? So you
0: said it. Failing doesn't make you a failure. It makes you more pre- prepared to fail the next time.
1: Yes, I would rather be more prepared because it's going to happen.
0: Because you're never you're never a
1: failure. You're only a failure if you quit. I mean, you're only a failure if you choose to be a failure. Sometimes you quit things that are just they just need to be you just need to quit. Oh yeah, totally. I'm yeah. not the person that's yeah. like, never quit
0: anything. Like I'm the first one to quit something if it's no longer aligned. Yeah. But it's more like giving up on something. Yeah. That you're not ready to give up on just because Mm. you are hitting roadblocks.
1: Yeah. I feel like for me, failure quitting would be, um, kind of going back to what you said earlier of like quitting for me would be abandoning my own truth for somebody else's. Like that would be quitting. I would be quitting. I'd be quitting on myself, quitting my intuition because of some external, thought or desire that I thought in order for me to have my desire which would be money or success or whatever that I must um not follow my own intuition and I abandon myself because I've placed some level of like importance or whatever on somebody else's system and I don't trust myself like that's to me that's like the ultimate failure
0: actually that's really I mean failure could be just broken down to like refusing to follow your intuition Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, you can. I mean, but that's okay. Example of that. You start a network marketing business and then all these people who are in your life that like, you know, this is this is like the cliche saying, but it's so true. Like if you quit network marketing because someone's sister's brother's mom had a terrible experience, then you are losing out on your own intuition and seeking outside validation from others. I think about like how different my life would be had i not had i give because i had people that were like oh you better sleep with one eye open like when i started (laughs) my business and i was like okay why because you're coming
1: for me yeah
0: (laughs) i'm gonna sleep with both eyes closed but yeah i'm asleep great but yeah my life would be so different without this industry like this industry changed my whole life yeah and has has been like so much of a catalyst about like everything that i've uncovered about myself you know Mm -hmm. like there's nothing I, there's nothing that would make me go back and not do this. Like if I could go back and do this industry again, I would. Yeah.
1: So aside from network marketing, right? What are the other ways of, because I know there's people that are going to be like, I need more of this in my life. And I just want to understand your brain and be in your world. And like, maybe they're uh, you know, not interested in network marketing, but they want to be coached and led by you or just learn from you? What's, what are some of the other exciting things that you have going on in your life right now?
0: Yeah. So, um, I am the founder of hype university. Um, it's an entrepreneurship coaching business. There's a few digital, um, courses that are available. First of all, come find me on Instagram. I'm Danielle underscore on the daily. That's going to be the best place to see everything that I offer.
1: content's fire.
0: Yeah. So well. On that, um, on that in on my Instagram you can click the link in my bio and you'll see like my link tree. On there are a couple like digital courses that I already have up. You can buy those at any time. Um, I have a I work one on one with clients. You can always inquire about that. You can also get on my email list and I can you can be the first to know I have a, a program coming out in the next hopefully next couple of months that will be a coaching mastermind container for um transformational businesses and what I call the acoustic business so um that is something you can look forward to I'm also a human design reader so if you have been hearing this and you're like I need to know my human design I highly recommend a reading even if it's not with me and you can book a human design reading or I'm about to start a workshop series for manifesting according to your human design (sighs) Um, We're starting on March 2nd. I don't know when this episode's coming out, but then we'll have every couple weeks we'll do each type. So I'm going to start with my manifesting generators and my generators, um, and then we'll work through the other types and just kind of like learn how to manifest in a better way for your type. So Mm. lots of ways to work with me. At the very least, just come hang out with me on Instagram. Mm.
1: I just want to acknowledge you, Danielle, because you're so multifaceted and it's really incredible to see you following those curiosities and those things that set you up that make you feel excited and fun like you said like you your your reach is so much greater than the impact you create in your network marketing company and it's and I know that for every leader like it's I see so many incredible leaders that feel like they can't expand outside of their industry. And so to see you disrupt that belief and to go after like, Hey, I'm curious about human design. I actually really love this. I want to teach this or, you know, hype university. I really love this. I want to teach this and the mastermind. I really love this. I want to do it. It's like you, you are, you are uh, creating such a powerful example of what it means to be multifaceted and that it's okay to live outside of a box and be in your truth regardless of how other people might feel or what they might think is the quote right thing or quote wrong thing or what would be confusing or what would be distracting like you are just disrupting all that and saying this is my truth and I just really want to acknowledge you for that because I feel like it's one it needs to be recognized and two it sets a really powerful example of what is possible for other people that you don't have to stay like pigeonholed in this box well thank you i received that it's
0: been a work in progress um i think like to starting my podcast which another thing my podcast is on the daily yeah. it's my name of my so podcast. fun and yeah i think starting my podcast was kind of like how i realized that there were so many other things out there that i could be doing and i've interviewed you were one of them like you guys can come and listen to my episode with melissa it was so 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 good so um and just, you know, learning from so many different people. It's, I love being a student. Um, and then I love teaching what I learn, you know, so yeah. I appreciate you and thank you mm-hmm. for having me today.
1: Oh, it was my absolute pleasure. I feel like we could talk for a whole another hour. I can't even believe this went by so fast. So, okay. Uh, last question. And I, you know, just go as, uh, I always like to give people permission to like really be unapologetic about this one. Cause it's always like, Oh, I don't know. Like, oh. um, so what are you celebrating right now? I'm
0: Right now, I'm celebrating the fact that we're building our dream home. Um, yeah, like we are building and it's – it's. I was so scared to talk about it because, you know, when you're building a house, like there's so many things in the process of that. And you kind of go – everything happens at the beginning and then there's this whole huge lull. Um, and then you – and then at the end, it's like big. So we're kind of in that lull right now. And you kind of let all the, the past – Living yeah. beliefs come in a little bit. And it's, been, yeah. I'm, I'm actively pushing those out and like owning and claiming this, like we're building our dream home outside of Austin, Texas. And um, oh. it, I have always wanted to live in Texas for, I mean, at least for the last like better part of a decade, I've wanted to live in Texas. And uh, I never thought it would happen because there were so many moving parts. My, it's my, it's me, it's my fiance. It's, um, my son, who is six, it's his dad, it's his girlfriend, it's her son. And so I just always assumed it was never going to happen. And then by trusting the universe and trusting that the universe had my back, I put it out there and um, it came back to me better than I could have ever imagined. And now we are all moving together.
1: Oh, so. That's so amazing, Danielle. Oh,
0: yeah. You'll have to come uh, visit. This yes. House is- it's pretty epic. It's like, I love like a river, it. like over in a cul-de-sac, like overlooking a river. It's like giant retractable door, like wall door to the backyard and like trees everywhere and just really people are like, You're kinda like out in the country. I'm like, exactly. They're like you so aren't gonna see a lot of people. I'm like, Exactly <laughs> I will see people when I want. I think growing up in a city, like I'm so at a point in my life where I'm ready to have a space that is mine and yes. It'll be, you know, the first, like, big, big, big thing. Like, so expansive. Of, like, home ownership that I've done. And I'm yeah. really excited.
1: Oh, I can feel the expansion. And it's going to be beautiful to see you, like, step into that new container and evolve. So I'm celebrating you for that. Thank you. Mm. What are you celebrating right now? Oh, let me feel into that. There's so many things. Okay. What am I celebrating right now? Um, I am celebrating sovereignty. I am celebrating sovereignty. I have been doing this practice recently. So this woman spoke at an event that I hosted. Her name is Darnell and she's a money, money, uh, her, her whole brand is called move to millions. And it's all about like, if you didn't come from millions, millions should come from you. And so she's a money mindset coach. And she shared this like one little thing. It's like so crazy. You were talking about, you know, coming back to the, to the teachings and like, you hear things differently as you, as you grow. And she was saying how, Um, the first like 20 minutes of the day, your brain is very malleable. Like what you do in the very first, like, like first 20 minutes that you're, uh, you have consciousness that you're awake is so important. And to journal first thing in the morning, gratitude for the things that you want in your life as if they're already here. And something that I desire is partnership. Like I've been dating, you know, and I really want to call in my king. And this process of dating for me has taught me so much about my standards of excellence and my sovereignty and my people pleasing and my self abandonment. And just like, it's so much like it's been like a ceremony after ceremony after ceremony. It's, it's just been really powerful. But I've been journaling and what's been coming up, it's so surprising. Like, it's not really, I'm not journaling a whole lot about money. I'm not journaling a whole lot about my business. Although yes, I'm grateful for all those things and all the abundance that's coming. Like I can feel into the vibration of being a wealthy woman and what that looks like, but it's my King. Like I'm, I am journaling so much gratitude for him, even though he's not here yet. Like I'm journaling as if he's here and how I feel in his presence and what what he does and how he contributes. And like, just all these things about him. And as I feel into that more and more, when I'm dating, I'm like, nope, nope, because I'm holding my sovereignty, right? Like I'm like, no, my, my standard for my king is so high that I also call myself to that standard. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm I have gratitude for myself in that process of like, oh, he is like, he is king status. So I get to hold myself in queen status and like, it's, it's just, yeah. So I'm celebrating, I'm celebrating sovereignty. Yeah.
0: I love that. I love Mm -hmm. the sacredness of like being single. I think so Mm -hmm. many like women and men's like best absolute best moments come from like that beautiful sacredness of like actually being single and like learning that like your happiness and your sovereignty is actually, is actually what's calling in your like dream partner.
1: It's the same thing in business. Like I could sit and imagine like I I feel into my business of like what what it what it, like the gratitude for the business that hasn't come yet and the clients that haven't shown up yet and like how obsessed I am with these women that show up in my life and the the magic that we create together and the results they get and the results I get and how it's like this beautiful my money flows their money flows we get to celebrate together like it just it like literally turns me on and lights me up so much. And it goes back to what everything that we've talked about of like, you have to kind of disrupt the old ways of like, I used to journal on all the things I want. I want this. I want that. I want that. And it it really was like manifesting from an energetic of lack versus like, it's all here. It's here now. It just like, I'm just like, I am becoming a vibrational match for it. So like, I know what he feels like now before he's even shown up. I know what the money feels like before it's even here. And I know what my clients feel like. Like I can, f- It's like a feeling thing. And maybe that's a human design thing. But like, I'm so turned on by the things that haven't even shown up yet because I know that they're coming. <laughs> it's, well, it's just, it, you just nailed it. It's like, it's manifesting from a place of like
0: gratitude that it's already here yes. instead of a place of lack where like, I'm going to have that. I will get that. I will reach that level. I will earn that. You're just reinforcing for yourself that you don't already have it. Mm. So instead start talking about it and as if it's already here and you just have to claim it. That's yeah. Like, it. like I'm I'm I so yeah. I cannot wait until you have this king and you go back <laughs> and you read your journal and you're like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. Like this person matches like every single point. Cause like he will. Of course he will.
1: It's just and somebody asked me this question. I did a QA box the other day and they were like, um, you know, what do you look for in a man? And I said, you know. I've kind of done away with the list of like, well, he's this tall and he has this kind of job and he looks this way and he, you know, it's more of a feeling of like, I know what his energy feels like. And it's so expansive and so magnetic. And like, it brings me to tears when I think about our life. Like, um, so I'll, I'll journal, like, you know, um, we had the best morning today. Like he rolled over and he said, good morning. And this happened and that happened. And like, and, you know, we talked about this stuff and then we did this and he planned this for me and I feel this way about him. And like, this is it's just like, it's so, it's like living your dream life. You don't have to wait for it, right? Like, I think I think people wait, they're like, they live a when then life. Like, well, when he's here, then I'll feel all those feelings. Like I feel it now and he's not even here, But but I'm calibrating to his frequency. I'm calibrating to our relationship together. And so there, when you do that, there, there comes this level of certainty because it's a feel it's, it's like, again, I don't need to know it. I feel it. And it's a completely different experience of like, I don't need to settle because I already know what this feels like versus like going the opposite way of like, well, maybe this is it. And what if I, you know, like I. I'm afraid to say no because I don't like this thing because what if this is it and then I never get this again it's like no no like you already know what it feels like mm-hmm. so it's you kind of flip it you know well I'm celebrating you for all of that all of that thanks yeah so if you're listening to this podcast and you're my king holler at your girl
0: <laughs> just kidding send me a dm
1: it's a lot of my, no, it's a lot of my DMs. Uh, I love you, sister. Thank you. Thank you for asking me that question and giving me the space to share that. I, I appreciate I you. How lit
0: up you were by answering it. For those of you who like can't see us, she's, <laughs> it was a full body yes. To it was like, to like to a... So that change. was very exciting for me to watch. I
1: receive, I receive. All right, you guys, if you love this episode, which I'm sure you did, make sure that you um, do a couple things. One, share it with a friend, obviously, because sharing is caring. And then that's how we support getting these powerful messages out into the world, but share it on Instagram, like tag Danielle, tag me, take a screenshot and let us know, like, what, was there a quote or an aha or a moment that like really spoke to you? I love seeing those things on social. I know you, you do too, cause you're a podcaster as well, but honestly, like it's, it's one of the best ways that you can thank the person for their time and like celebrate them. And so, if there's something here that that spoke to you, share it. Tag us on social media, and we'll celebrate you back because that's just what we do. It's just what we do. <laughs> Instagram as your number one hype girl, like that's what my bio says. So I love, I love it all day long. You and it's so true. Like your energy hypes me up all the time. Um, the the cougar the cougar reel is forever my favorite reel. By the way, like <laughs> that, that is tr- audio's trending again. I was like, I'm gonna re-release that reel. That was so good. Back out into the world. So good. Well thank you for sharing your gifts and your magic and for being such a light and being such a force of disruption in an industry that is long overdue for it. And your team and everyone around you is better for it. And I can't wait to see what else, what other magic you create. Thank you for giving me the space. I Mm, I love you. All right, guys, until the next episode, live your boldly courageous life. Bye guys. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It's truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to step fully into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be so incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes to leave me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.